Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello and welcome to Propaganda that's brought to you with Levi Solicitors. You can get 10% off your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Dan, Michael and Moscow White with you to do the show where we find out what's been said about Leeds United and quite a lot has been said about Leeds United in the last seven days. What with the departure of Marcelo Bielsa, the arrival of Jesse Marsh and we saw the Leicester game. So we're talking about the reaction to the Leicester game. Two halves to this first half is where we talk about the feedback that's been received from our TSB Plus members, what did they think of the game and the stuff we talked about on the match ball as well. To start with the performance, I mean, we said on the match ball, it's kind of weird, wasn't it, that there was so much scope for, I don't know, inquiry, mystery, parameters. We didn't know exactly what we were going to find more so against Leicester than any other team this season because you know what Bielsa does. We had no idea what Marsh was going to set up like. We didn't even know what the tactics were going to be and we didn't know what the performance was going to be like. Overall, we settled on a, a viewpoint of uh, it was better, um, but not everyone agreed. It was the mixture, wasn't it? There were people saying we were better. Some people were saying it was the same. Some people were saying this would have happened exactly the same under <laughs> Bielsa, which I don't think is true. I think if you looked at the way we set up, it did seem to be a, a different style. Which I know, I know towards the back end of last season, we did see a slightly more reserved Bielsa team. But um, yeah, it did feel like a, like a proper change. It was weird, actually, because we didn't obviously do this show in its normal format last week because of Bielsa leaving. So I was going into this prep sheet and removing stuff about the Man United game. Right. It was was the latest feedback on there and sort of looking back wistfully at the the general positivity of those goals in a minute and you think, Christ, it changed quickly, didn't it? I was going to say, that feels like a lifetime ago Yeah, it really, it really did. I was thinking, this this was surely about two months ago at least, was that, that game. Yeah, we've got this one marked down as like the performance spectrum. We've got those that thought we were good, thought that we were decent, but it needs to get even better had good performances under Bielsa. We were only good because Leicester was shit and then nothing has changed. So um, the truth probably somewhere in the middle or bits of all sorts, I don't know. I suppose it comes out quite similar to the pivotal, vital, crucial, disastrous Newcastle game. In a lot of ways where the performance was probably, couldn't really have been much better, but we didn't stick the ball in the net and then some stupid mistakes let us, uh, meant we conceded and lost. And um, well, it's a toss-up on Leicester's goal as to whether it was um, mistakes, although every goal involves mistakes by one team, letting the other do what they want. But um, he had to play for it a bit more than Newcastle did, than just um, Trippier sticking his free kick in. But yeah, ultimately, it was better. XG looks nicer. You know, the scoreline wasn't disastrous, but it's still no points. So mm. it's kind of it, that's the thing. That's why it's difficult for anybody to get too kind of you know carried away and enthusiastic about what happened because it was clearly 
changed a lot of the things that were going wrong and better in the right ways that need, needed to be better, but it's still the frustration and the the lack of addition to the league table. Mm, yes, Losing My Religion was the person who sent in this comment saying it was a good performance, but the board have made it clear to us that good performances don't matter. I could highlight at least five good performances under Bielsa this season that deserved points, but we didn't get any. Marsh doesn't get time because he doesn't have it. The board have clearly stated he's here to make an immediate impact because Bielsa couldn't win these games. Honourable slash unlucky defeats can't happen anymore. Mm. Uh, um, uh, an Irish listener, Widow Obielsa, also got in touch to say, my honest view is that people saw what they wanted to see in the game. Did I say a huge improvement? No. Something's different, yes, but that was a vintage Bielsa game. Loads of chances, should have won, didn't, the end. The one sort of improvement that you can put a number on is the chances against us. XG, which, you know, that's just a fancy way of saying how good were the chances against us. And we really limited Leicester in ways that we have not or did not limit Tottenham, mm-hmm. um, Liverpool, Scum, Man City earlier in the season, Arsenal, all those kind of things, Scum at their place as well. Um, there wasn't that sense of kind of impending doom. As a through ball went rushing into acres of space in our half, and that's kind of, I mean, I don't mean to, damn Jesse by saying this but it's the Roy Hodgson Hodge I mean I, it's just names I can't say all over can't say Hoy, Jesse Hoy and I can't say Hoy Rodgson yeah but of what he tried to, been trying to do at Watford and failing is um, tighten up the defence and then hope that the attack takes care of itself and um, that was obvi- it was the first thing that uh, Marsh had to attack and um, he did if you look, yeah, if you look at Melier's workload in this game. Now to do, I was quite disappointed. Mm. Yeah, he said, yeah. Generally, even when we've been losing four, five, sixes, he's generally made six or seven quite good saves in those games as well. And his form overall has been a bit patchy. He must, been been bo- some, he must have been bored senseless, Michael. There have been some where you think, all right, maybe you should have done better on this, but he, he really had nothing to do apart I still from, got apart to pick the ball he, out of the net. got to pick it out of the net, and that's the important bit from a goalkeeper's perspective. <laughs> should have, I mean, uh, you, you could say he could have maybe done a bit better with the goal, but it was a, it was a very good finish, yeah. wasn't it? couple of Cruyff turns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's not lost right. that. Yeah. Um, John S. actually makes an interesting point here. Says that we were... De- it's, this is under the column of we were decent, but it needs to get even better. John's saying, we look bang average, like a bang average lower-end Premier League team who cannot finish. I mean, that's the point, isn't it? I, I mean, to, to my eyes, we looked like a sort of a mid-table... We looked like two yeah. mid-table Premier League sides duking it out, and that game could have easily gone either way, depending on who finished. The problem is we're not in mid-table and don't have the comfort to concede results like that if you know what I mean yeah, if our league position looks bang average at the end of the year great stuff yeah delighted with that anywhere between anywhere between 17th and 15th that sort of the official bang average zone lovely I'd, I'd be delighted with that at the moment we have a really dull future to look forward to don't we <laughs> yeah <laughs> well for this season that's not okay next year but I mean well, what, what are you expecting next well, year I think, in, I think the, in, the the short, in the short term I think bang average the, because this season's been so horrifically bad and, and it's been on our wits end with our league position they've probably bought themselves a season of being completely <laughs> mediocre next year probably <laughs> which I would take to be honest we'll see how people feel about that next October yes yes mm-hmm. um, so right what else have we got then in terms yeah. of the feedback some sort of individual points that were picked out well to, f- to finish um, Widow Bielsa's point actually um, round pegs square hole odd subs Tyler the saviour <laughs> same shit different day it was I mean it was Tyler the saviour and it well it won't be again will it which we'll, we'll come on to in part two but um yeah, I suppose you would look at the, some of the some of the positionings of players, and you would say that people were still not in natural spots. Whether or not that will change as he moves on, and he was just picking the players in Bielsa positions for now, I don't know. Yeah, it's quite an odd start from that point of view that it it the lineup just looked like 
something Bielsa would have done and then they were playing a bit differently. Still going with James mm. up front. I think there was, um, it's sort of, I don't know, if you if you took Leicester as kind of like a, a bit of a free hit as his first game and all the excuses are there of like not had much time with the squad and all the, the things, it's a big change, trying to get them out of the way. There was the opportunity there to do some of those crowd-pleasing things of like start Gelhart and put players in their sort of stereotypically traditional correct positions. I mean, Stuart Dallas is a weird case because you don't know where he plays anymore. And modern footballers just play, don't they? Sort of be near near where they want to be on the pitch. But he, um, I don't know if he maybe lost a bit of an opportunity of using uh, those easy wins that might have kept the, the morale higher because it does, with this kind of split of views, there is that feeling of kind of trying to look for the positives in order to give him a chance because you want to be fair to the new guy when you know deep down that really if we're not winning that match you were looking for something kind of more to generate more optimism than a clean sheet First which games. we didn't get <laughs> wasn't he? I've turned into Thomas bloody Frank it's difficult to get excited about a low XG against but significant you do often read too much into managers first games though don't you because because you're looking for something new and I feel like you look for the best generally speaking apart from maybe Dave Hockaday you generally even then you generally st- well yeah everybody was giving Hockaday a chance yeah they were to be fair which against all odds <laughs> to be perfectly honest it was one of those you looked at and you went mm, well he's here now isn't he yeah. so so what what option do we have other than to just say well let's see how it goes but if you think back to Warnock's first game people well not apart from you actually Moscow everyone else was kind of more enthusiastic about it saying oh it looks Hammered. it does it does look more it looks interesting this we're, we're definitely we're definitely getting at teams more and then McDermott came in from Warnock and it was like oh we're passing it this is good <laughs> Everything's going to be fine here. And then by the time McDermott leaves, everyone's saying, well, what on earth is he actually aiming for here with this kamikaze two-wingers formation that we've we've battled so hard to get these wingers in and now we, we look worse than we ever have before. So there's there's a long, a long time to go, I think. And you think back to Venables as well. His first game was a 3-0 win against Man City, wasn't it? And it was yeah. like, oh, well, maybe O'Leary was holding us back. This Peter, is Peter Reid at the start of the relegation season. Lamine Sacco is mm. going to be the... We don't need Harry Cure. Absolutely not. So there's a lot you can read into um, into these games. In fact, there is a there is a quiz on the extra ball about first games this week. Okay. Ooh. So get 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 subscribed for that one. Uh, I promise there'll be no research goes into that from my perspective. It will just be winging it. That's that's fine. In the you finest can... traditions of this show. That's fine. On to some of the more specific incidents that happen in this game that maybe uh, turn the tide. Angry East Lower Paul suggests we called him out on the match ball about the penalty handball. Uh, I've checked, he says, and can't see any other touches so still baffled how we got the corner and not a penalty. I'm not sure we called Paul out. I think we were agreeing with him, weren't we? I think we just weren't sure if yeah. if it had hit someone else was the main thing. Yeah, I don't think we'd seen what happened and I just said that I didn't think it was a, a penalty, but I wasn't disputing anything that Paul was trying to tell us. Especially as he's angry. angry he's yeah. lower, Paul. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> no, I think, I think um, we didn't then have the sort of uh, the cold light of day to be able to go oh hang on a second oh, you're if still that, wrong Paul if that did touch his hand then it must be a penalty but it's gone for a corner but we did mm. I mean, we did raise this point mm. on the on the match but I think we were just confused by what exactly had happened without baffling, having, wasn't it? having seen it again and yeah. if it does hit his hand given the position of his hand that's a penalty yeah mm. in the current rules because it's about the silhouette of your body and natural positions whatever they are I think what the whole setup of the rule is bizarre because a natural position for having a ball kicked at you from a couple of yards away 
I'm not sure there's necessarily a... I mean, I would have my hands over my face going, Aah. Yeah, I'm not sure you can necessarily say that is natural and, and that isn't, because people tend to just... Because it's still open to interpretation, And, and it? it depends yeah. what you do with your legs. Obviously, if you try and stick a leg out, then your arm will tend to go with it at the same time. This is turning into a game of Twister. Yeah, I feel like the rule itself is kind of daft, but penalties are given for the, mm. these things all the time, and penalties are given for the... Rodrigo won against yeah. us. Morley Ryan, by the way, is saying uh, how pointless the input was from Peter Walton, who's on the, the BT coverage over here. If you're not a BT subscriber, you haven't seen it, whatever, you're living abroad. Peter Walton is a former referee who, I don't know, he must sit in a box somewhere. And then when there's any sort of contentious refereeing decision, they go, let's bring Peter in. And they bring Peter in. And Peter then just agrees with whatever the ref said, even if he then changes his mind or VAR overrules it. He's the most middle of the road, generic vanilla, magnolia paint, individual I don't understand the point of him I enjoyed the idea that they've just replaced him with a soundboard and he's not actually at games they just yeah. have a clip of him saying pressing a button that's the right decision there from the referee <laughs> well done and this, that, that's basically all you need from him yeah. it does make you wonder how he ever managed to referee a football match he was like that out on the pitch oh, what do you think lads <laughs> I don't we'll know go, why you're asking me we'll go for consensus lads if yeah. that's alright if, if one lino says one thing the other one says another don't expect me to decide <laughs> Uh, and a couple of other little um, specifics. Ailing Barnes, and Dan James all picked out on the on the comments. A few about Ailing actually. Someone agreeing with me. Someone saying he was shit. So I don't, I don't know. I wa- I did watch some of this game back to try and work out a bit more what had gone on. And I think I I more or less stick with my assessment of Ailing. I thought he, he was good at bringing it out from defence, and he did he did pick it up and run through the middle of the pitch and start to launch attacks for us from there. Defensively, whether or not he's good enough to be a centre back. Makes me wonder, actually, based on what you were saying there, Moscow about a few square pegs in round holes still, just how much of that team was picked based on what's been happening recently and how much was actually picked from a, a brand new clean slate point of view, whether they've gone, well, he's been playing there and we're missing, you know, Urente is out, so let's put Bailing in there and Dallas there because they know those positions re- from recent weeks. Yeah, there was. I think there wasn't time to change everything um, that you, you might have in four days. And Marsh was saying he basically had them watching videos all week. I don't know, it's like at school where they used to wheel in. Oh, I was always great at that. Wheel yeah. in a television on a, a trolley and we'd watch um, Wordy or something. Um, <laughs> Again, Geordie one, Racer. One for Gen Z, etc. Hoover, so, hoovering up the, the Gen Z TikTok generation there, Moscow. So the amount of, uh, it's all on there. There's nothing has changed in 40 years on this planet, culturally. The, yeah, so the time to say, like, we're swapping positions or whatever, it's like, just do the same job you were doing last week, but do it better. And I suppose the change from man marking to zonal marking is a big enough thing to kind of say, well, we won't make you stand in a different place while you're doing that. We'll just ask you to do a different thing. A different uh, topic is what um, Marsh calls them, isn't it? Different tactical topics. Yes, topic. That does take you back to school as well. We're doing topic work. Have you got your special topic book? <laughs> do you think we should have had a PK for uh, for the handball? Oh, be kind. No, <laughs> his, that was his mentor. It's not. It's not him. Bob Bradley got into trouble at Swansea, didn't he, for calling a penalty kick a PK? Which mm-hmm. I don't have a problem. I mean, it's fine, isn't it? People short on everything else. Paddy Kisnalbo, PK. Mm. Paddy Kenny. <laughs> yes, him too. Yes. Um, Dan James was picked out by Joe for having a good game. Carried the ball nicely. Led the press. We need to pick Joe up on this, do we? Yes, because he said, "I'll read it in full." Thought Dan James was very good. Carried the ball nicely. Led the press when we pressed. And could have had a couple of assists if we could finish. What's missing? Don't know. Doesn't call him a little scumbastard. scumbastard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please, always, you must remember to refer to him it is a term, as a little scumbastard. It's a term of endearment. Maybe a year in, we'll review it. 
and we'll see if he's allowed if he's allowed <laughs> out of the little scum bastard prison. But no, I, I think he's good. As much as I still don't particularly like him playing up front, mm. Rafinha good. Mm, yeah, better. Getting I suppose. there. It, it doesn't look as miserable as he has done in recent weeks. Maybe it didn't help Dallas out very much. <laughs> on reflection, that was that was one thing I was I did take from watching the goal back was isn't there a, someone playing in front of Dallas here? Because given it's, I mean, if if we need to mark anyone against Leicester, it is clearly been shown to be Barnes because Although that, he just always scores. That, when we were pressing or when we were sort of falling into shape, we were like in a line of four up front, weren't we? Almost became a 4-2-4 at that point. And from what I've read and seen, like I've watched some videos on YouTube, so I now feel like so I'm, an expert. I'm in a position to comment on what it is that Jesse Marsh does tactically. That They tend to shift over to one side of the pitch, don't they, when they're doing the, the pressing. So maybe... It's not entirely... Are you saying we shifted to the wrong side by accident when Barnes had the ball? No, you've gone left. Like, oh, right, right. (laughs) Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe it's just not quite fallen into place tactically Mm. yet in that regard. And he was only trying to convey a minimal number of uh, topics. Mm. I mean, maybe Rafinha will just take a bit of time for him to put his lip back in because he has clearly been sulking for for a little while. Mm, And maybe maybe it'll take him a while to get back to normal. It would have helped if he'd um, scored. Yeah. That was a big chance looking back, wasn't it? It was Mm. not long before... Leicester took the lead as well, probably the the best chance in the whole game. And um, you'd think, being as pissed off as he looks, you'd just stick that in the net, wouldn't you? Just bat that in because it's in his nature. It's in his nature to do that. To yeah, absolutely, absolutely like you would for Brazil. Mur, mur, mur. But um, just kick the ball so hard it takes Casper Schmeichel's head clean off. Yeah, yeah. But instead, it was kind of yeah. I don't really know what that finish was. It was a good save by Schmeichel, but yeah, I, I, would you have finished it? No, but then I'm not angling or being linked with moves to Champions League. Who are you being linked clubs. to? Um, what shirt have you got on today, by the way? It's just a generic Asics. It oh, says, okay. um, I wasn't sure if it was like, it looked almost like it might be a sort of J-League era shirt or something. Well, Asics did are a Japanese company. It says Sporting Club. Yeah. Mm. It's in white, yellow and blue, just for the benefit of anybody who's listening to this rather than watching. Yeah, yeah it's got Asics down the shoulder. The shoulder, the shoulder piping makes it for me. But it should have been, you know, I'm looking for um, shirts that are better Leeds kits than the ones Adidas have given us, and I think this is um, a leader. But, you know, I judge Rafinha based on kind of where he is aiming to be and wanting to be in the world, and if he thinks he can play for Bayern Munich finishing like that, then that's not going to happen, is it? No. It's quite instructive on this feedback that there's so little about Leicester. Actually, there's only really Harvey Barnes gets picked out. There's yeah. a, I mean, there is here some villains still to come and Barnes and Schmeichel get, they get a fair share in yeah. there. But I mean, Leicester as a club as a concept, not that offensive really, are they? And, you know, Well, they've been, the, they've been the feel-good story of the last 20 years, haven't they, winning the league? It was, yeah. it was basically the one tiny break we got from just the richest team winning it every mm. season. So A real lesson on how to uh, handle going into administration to your advantage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Getting yeah, a, stadium, they, get a stadium paid for as well. They, mm. they broke that for everyone else didn't they essentially that was when Leicester did it and they went yeah that probably needs to tighten this up because they've completely got away with this yeah in some ways they're like they are a feel good story because they were in League One with us and you kind of think oh well you know look at what you can achieve you can get into the Champions League you can win the Premier League you can have all that stuff and that's where Radrizzani starts trying out the the Leicester model and you can see the some of the benefits in it that like their best players um, Dewsbury Hall with a fine you know, Yorkshire Stone name um, looks like one of their best players. And I think he's come through the youth system and all that kind of stuff. 
So it makes it all possible, but then you go back and you realize that, yeah, you've got to, if you have that, they had the big financial advantage as well of getting out of their administration the way that they did and then throwing as much money as possible at Sven Joran Eriksson and Jermaine Beckford, mm. which did not work. So what you're saying is you've got all your medals from cheating, throw them all in the bin. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they, so. were the, they were the Man City of the Championship, they weren't they, for yeah. a time. They, as much as when they were in the Premier League amongst people spending more, it was considered like a real feel-good story. They spent absolutely tons in the championship. So do you go back on the opinion you expressed not five minutes ago that they're the feel-good story of the last 20 years? Well, no, it was still it was still more fun, wasn't it, watching them win it than, yeah. than just watching it's, it. Was, it's picking your least um, favourite disease. As, in, as impressive as Man City are, watching them win it, it's a bit like, mm. yes, so what? It was a change, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, just to single out Barnes, just a ginger Paul is basically calling him a cursed little shit. He scores <laughs> against us every time. Well, he is, and there's that, and also he didn't make enough of it. On the match ball, him whole his whole turning up at Thorpe Arch, agreeing to sign, picking out his squad number, and then going to sign for West Brom. It's like he is, um, he's just a pure shitbag, isn't he? <laughs> Start to finish. <laughs> oh, there you go, perfect. Uh, we got we got some vitriol out there after all that carefully considered tactical uh, nuance and discussion. We, we just resolved on the point that Harvey Barnes is a shitbag. It all comes down to it, yeah. I'd take relegation just to avoid him. Victor Ross should have thrown, should have thrown a phone directly into his face this <laughs> yeah. time. Uh, well, there you go part one done and dusted we'll find out in part two then what um, Leicester fans uh, are there any boring to be honest but Gary Lineker we've got some angry we've got some angry scum fans instead great don't spoil the surprise then we'll roll into that now I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the, the Leicester half. Uh, Michael, in part one, you you almost oversold how exciting this is going to be. The, the <laughs> cut and thrust of Leicester's fan opinion. Didn't talk about Leeds much. No. Selfish. I think they're in, they're in a bit of a do, moment of... Do they not realise we're far more important than that? <laughs> well, than exactly. I was thinking that throughout the whole... I was listening to sometimes hours of it and barely even mentioned as absolute selfish, self-absorbed yeah. pigs. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> beyond the 90 LCFC, listen to this nonsense. Pigs. I think um, David puts in a comment as well, um, Alex, I'll give that over to you, but nice to, nice to wheel, but 
but we made them look better than we were, which I, I kind of agree. But to the point, Leeds swamped us and they, they did look decent today. Ah. Whatever. <laughs> Master Fan TV. <laughs> I've just been looking through um, celebrity Leicester fans because this was mentioned at the end of um, the other propaganda episode. There aren't any, really. Lineker. There was that. There was that woman who we were passing off as a Leeds fan around the shirt launch. I can't remember her name now. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> she was that. She was not even famous enough to justify her attempted inclusion as a Leeds fan. But yeah, she lives in Leeds, but is, is a Leicester fan. I think the um, the top one on this website is Sam Bailey. Oh, from the X Factor. Winner of the tenth series of the X Factor. Him from Kasabian. He Him always from, wears a Leicester shirt. We've got Dave Bartram of Shawadi Wadi <laughs> uh, Manish, throwing it back to the old. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, EFL days in his loft he, he quite often turns up on international coverage that you can find mm. on the internet does Manish uh, Basil Brush that makes it sound like pornography I really, <laughs> I, I'm talking about it. I'm talking about like American <laughs> coverage of the Premier League or something is, uh, does Basil Brush ever <laughs> pop up in, in the same if you'd know but the right places in, in the niche stuff <laughs> so there's PSP uh, Plus there's Engelbert Humperdinck apparently David Icke uh, Julie Etchingham David Icke, good solid guy. Watch um, some of his YouTube videos, though. <laughs> the other people, it just seems to be like people who were really from uh, Leicester, like Martin Johnson, who played for Leicester Tigers mm. and rugby union for the England teams. Like, well, yeah, he's from Leicester, so... That king was uh, buried in Leicester, wasn't he, as well? That dead king. Richard, was it Richard III? Well, if you believe the hype. Mm. Are they having him as a mascot? Um, Rusty Lee mm-hmm. from Leicester. Um, uh, who else? Mark Morrison, of course, Return of the Mac. Uh, Roy Cropper. David Nielsen from Coronation Street, Gary Newborn, Lembit Opic, Nicholas Parsons, Willie Thorne, and Arlo White. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I was going to say, you could, you could, if you want to go on Wikipedia yourself, you can find all this. It's... Willie Thorne and Gary Lineker were friends, weren't they? Yeah. Weirdly. Well, they probably they had Leicester City in common, I'd imagine. Mm. Yeah. So, so, Willie Thorne, so Willie Thorne at Donington Services once. That's a story, isn't it? <laughs> it is what happened. <laughs> He was at Labrooks and then it did turn out he had a gambling problem. So that kind of makes sense. That does add up. The evidence was there, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Right. From the time, one time I saw him, you he didn't, was, he didn't was feel like there. staging an intervention. So, Willie, no, put the little small pen down and the no, I just, just left him to it. Yeah. She didn't know him, did you? No. No, no. Right. Next anyway, one. someone who was not from Leicester, Leicester Fan TV, we had this person on last year. Well, there's, there's a couple of American, American guys. You'll remember him when you hear this first clip. Yeah! Let's go! That guy. Uh, Do you remember yes. him? It's Jesse Marsh, etc., etc. Says, let's go a lot. They did speak to a bloke at the game who thought we'd actually played quite well, although I think he kind of mixes up his expressions. Is, is this when they spoke to him at the game? Yeah! Let's go! <laughs> Not him. No. Did he think we were wearing blue? <laughs> this guy. Right, this bloke at the game. Um, Leeds, Leeds were fair. They, you know, they had good chances. They, I don't think they played well at Leeds to fair. Obviously, you know, in the day, if you don't take your chances, you, uh, what's that word? If you don't buy a ticket, you don't win the raffle. Right. So, yeah. That's the one. But we did, mm. we had shots. So we did buy tickets, but we still didn't win the raffle. Yeah, correct. So I don't think that expression works there. No, you're right. Does it? Yeah, no, you're right. They they had what they had. Basically, we had they, 10 times the tickets they had for the they, raffle. They bought one and won it. They bought one and won it. Yeah. Raffles are shit. Mm. So, so that's that's what the expression should stick, be. Stick to the tombola. Raffles are unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, or is a tombola a form of raffle? I'd say so. It's like a it's a self drawn raffle, isn't it? Yeah. You win some body shop <laughs> products that someone didn't want for Christmas. But at least you know they've not been poured into a rabbit's eyes, and that's important. Yeah. Good. So the best thing I took from Leicester Fan TV was them talking about Bovril <laughs> because they're American, and obviously Bovril is a bit weird. 
and I just love his his absolute incredulity at what Bovril is. We we should we'll play the clip and then because we know we've got listeners abroad, we should probably explain what Bovril well, is. Well, I think they they do a reasonable job of it. Let's go. Let's let, we have won by back. the power of Bovril. Let's go. New proposal. We whoever works at Bovril get involved. Let's get Bovril as the sleeve sponsor. Next yeah, let's go. All right, just to let you know, Bovril is a meat or yeast extract. Gross. Oh, yeast. <laughs> I don't like the taste of yeast-based stuff. Like, it's the same with Marmite. I know Marmite, yeast-based spread. I'm firmly in the no camp on Marmite. Yeah, English cuisine is crazy, bro. And I'm a cook. There, there's English um, stuff that I love. <laughs> can I Marmite's not one of them. <laughs> or as it can either be spread on toast or as a hot drink on cold, on cold winter days. <laughs> you can put it on bread or make a drink out of it? Wow! Yeah. <laughs> wow <laughs> I love I love this all feels re- really really on point because we've got Jesse Bash this week doesn't he's got it? a point though yeah. it is weird that you put it on bread I, and make a drink out of it on toast is alright you know it, yeah. but, but it is essentially just cow paste mm. it's very thick stuff isn't yeah. it you wouldn't, you wouldn't think you could necessarily eat it if, like, you saw, like if someone showed you it treacle or sugar syrup isn't it like gloopy stuff yeah but made out of cow bits cow feet or something <laughs> <laughs> I mean we don't know that no it's made, it is made out of cow though isn't it yeah very much that, so that's confirmed <laughs> I mean, we could, we could have looked up before we got into this exactly what it is made out of. But... You found a Bovril Moscow? Uh, no, not really. But yeah, you can use said paste and then pour hot water in it and you can buy it in cups at the football, mm. can't you? And keep yourself uh, beefy and warm if your heart fancies that. That salt <laughs> for it. Anyway. Excellent for you, I'm sure. Oh dear. Next one. Lester Till I Die TV. This guy's getting really carried away basically it's the best day of his life. And he also um, gets the score wrong, which is, which is good. Let's go! <laughs> Sorry, I just love that clip. So I just, when you said he was getting excited, here we go. <laughs> 2 0 to the boys in blue. Be calm. Amazing. Oh, it was un. Oh, I, haven't felt, I haven't felt this good all season. No. No, because you've just invented a score to be happy about. because <laughs> right, that was, it was 4 0 to Leeds at Leicester. You, I feel Moscow, great. You've, you've been operating under the uh, misconception that we beat Liverpool on the opening day of last season still. So, I mean, yeah, and there's also the, like, the West Ham win, the West earlier, Ham, win earlier in the season. Which we lost. was a... We lost. I was about to say it was a draw. That one will just never stick in my <laughs> poor broken mind. Mm, and um, I think you did say we had a clean sheet against Leicester in the, in the yeah, first part of this as well. Honestly, I don't know why. Did he? I don't even know. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I think you're saying... You were making the general point about the defence improving improvement. and then accidentally said we <laughs> kept a clean sheet and they went, except they scored. Yeah, I honestly... I don't but apart know, from uh, that... I don't know why you keep asking me to come back on this. <laughs> Could be somebody better. However, they did. They beat Randers four-one. Who? Randers. That's the uh, UEFA conference mm. doodah, isn't it? Yeah, or a misspelling of Rangers. So I mean, I don't know what more. How this Come on, possibly is better. Let's than that. bloody get through this and get to the uh, okay the fun bits. They didn't notice we'd improved. Anyway. Good. I mean, I did the watch along with the Leeds fan, and I did actually manage to get in that. Uh, are you crying into your hovis? Even though I did feel a little bit, uh, I shouldn't have really been saying it because we weren't necessarily the best. I mean, had that game, I know it's if sports, maybes, but they they were definitely an improved leads from recently. You know, 14 goals in three games, down to 1-0. They had, and we'll talk sort of shots on target and everything later, but they were an improved leads. And had that ended as a draw, I don't think we could have complained. Very reasonable. Great. Right, let's crying, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. Crying into your hovis. Right. It's, it's from um, a f- 
Sky fan zone thing. I can't remember which game it is, but it's Leicester beating Leeds and it's um, Bob yeah. Tapping. He's in the commentary box with a Leicester fan who yeah. is shouting about crying into Jehovah's at Bob Tapping. So I think it's become, in the same way as the Viduka goal has become sort of Leeds folklore mm. from fan zone. Yeah, Bob Tapping, we should say, is the guy in the uh, the, the documentary the yeah, on, and, Am- on Amazon. Very enthusiastic man. Very, the, very the expressive. Three, the 3-2 win over Arsenal where Viduka scores and he's just, sorry, I'm spitting on you, mate, and all that stuff. Yeah. It's the it's an equivalent of that for Leicester. Because Sky, we should say that the UK coverage of Sky, like, used to have two fans in, one from each team, doing their alternative version of commentary instead of like Martin Tyler, who was on the commentary. And it's amazing no one ever got punched because yeah. they ab- they absolutely scream in each other's faces. Yeah. Well, I would like to go back to whenever that happened and point out that Hovis it was founded in Macclesfield, brand originated in Stoke on Trent, current headquarters in High Wick, and what the fuck has he got to do with us? I think you've uh, you've looked into it too too deeply. Yeah, you care too much. Well, it's. <laughs> I don't know. I, if they're going to, you know, throw products of Leeds at us, be accurate. Mm. Don't bring Hovis into this. It's got absolutely nothing to do with anything. Right. Let's get onto the wider world of propaganda. Stuff that's not just been said about Leeds, but in the wider world of football, not this just is, opposition fans. This is the relevance we need. Yes. Steve Nichol. Steve Nichol, a big fan. Uh, we're big fans of him on this show due to his dour uh, broadcasting style and his uh, interesting lifestyle choices, such as pre-match meal of six bags of crisps. Mm. You like think that. you'd have loved this Leicester game? You see, that's an appropriate reference. Crisps, Leicester, not Hovis Leeds. I bet, given Steve Nichols' love of salt, I reckon he would eat Bovra like a yoghurt. <laughs> <laughs> Sit and eat the full... Straight off a, <laughs> off a dessert spoon. The full jar of it just poured straight into his greedy little mouth. <laughs> anyway, here's what he has to say. A look at the relegation odds here, Stevie. Mm. Uh, Leeds right in the thick of it. Can you see them surviving? I actually don't, and, and I don't think it's got anything to do with the manager either. Uh, I think the, the truth is that the players they have aren't good enough. It doesn't help that, that three of your, your main players, like Sir Calvin Phillips in particular, uh, Bamford up top, Cooper, your captain, it doesn't help that they're not playing because for Leeds to win games, they have to be number one at the best and, and be able to pick their best eleven. And they haven't been able to do that. And it seems unlikely they're going to be able to do that between now and the end of the season. And that means they've got what they've got. And what they've got has shown they're not good enough. And it's going to be tough for Jesse to come in and completely change the style. He says he's going to tweak it. But the truth, again, is, is that the way that they're playing the game, when you're losing four, five and six, it's the complete wrong game. So if you're going to have to change things, and I think they're going to have to change the way they play, and that means they're going to have to be more defensive... And, and tighter and take take a leaf out of boring word you see what can be done with average players if they play as a unit boring wood that's our example there we go something to aspire to but you know if Leeds <laughs> have proven they're not good enough to now then who of the teams below us is going to get better while we don't because if, if he says Leeds have got to change and they've proven that we're not good enough to stay up. Well, surely Burnley, Watford, Norwich, who were all in the bottom three, have also proven they're not good enough with what they're doing. So are any of them going to change? I reckon or you... does it just the bottom five stays exactly as it is? Because nothing can ever change. <laughs> it just starts ah, and it continues. I can't see and then it ends. anyone surviving. I was going to say, I think I think if you'd have asked him Bring about... Bring on the dark. If you'd have asked him about Spurs staying up, he'd have been like, no... There's well, nothing they can do. They're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we 
what's going to happen if, even if they stay up this year next year the Every, season after everyone the season dies. after everyone, the one after everyone, the one everyone after. dies everyone dies Mike <laughs> the death of the planet so. <laughs> I'm not, I mean Boreham Wood lost anyway yeah exactly mm, to a shit Everton team well as we've seen because we're recording this the morning after they went to Tottenham and did even worse against them than we did yeah, that's Sack that, Lampard. That was under their new manager, mm. but it was all the old problems. But he's gone in there now saying, ah, oh, but I ain't got a magic wand. <laughs> but, well, neither, as far as I can tell, do Eddie Howe or Steven Gerrard, but they seem to have gone into their clubs and got an improved results. Yeah. Whereas Lampard's got one win against Leeds, chuckled it up, laughed his little head off on the touchline and lost every other game. Well, that's the thing. Um, Apart from the one in the FA Cup, that was Brentford and it doesn't count. I know we're retreading old ground here and um, some people would hate us even talking about Bielsa again now because he's a past thing, you've got to move on. But if ever there was a counter-example... <laughs> it's a massive just frame just picture of him there. There's a, there's a uh, statue. statue. He's, he's there. He's there. <laughs> he's, in, he's, in, he's in here in my heart. My dad's got him tattooed on his body, you know that. This is... Yeah. His face on I his don't body. think we're moving on anytime no, soon. Not yet, people but, just got to deal with that. But I was going to say, if ever there's a counter-example for what... Biel, uh, what um, Lampard is saying there it's Bielsa what he did with that Stoke game which was to walk in and went yeah no, I can make all these look great mm. yeah it's almost uh, like the coach has some influence anyway well no I mean he again I mean this is just going on a Lampard ramp but after the <laughs> Spurs game and he's always like you know the players you know they've got to realise what they're doing are you not part of this no. like we've we've come no. in here and they they knew it was like they were in a bad way and we've we've tried to tell them to to improve what's going on like, it's, and it's it's this barrier that is always there and I think you know to really pull the contrast after we got hammered by Spurs Bielsa sent out camera 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 press conference interview question 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 it's my fault the things I'm asking the players maybe they're not responding to me anymore I don't know I, I hope I can I can turn this around Lampard beaten even worse in an even worse performance well I doubt the players just like they're not listening they're, to they're me they're just not taking it on board they're fools if they think they can't, they, they're not in a relegation battle I'll sack him Actually, don't sack him. Don't Get sack relegated. Him. Do not sack him. Yeah, Get relegated people. with him in charge. But but he will just walk blissfully away, won't he? Mm. Ah, try. You know, he'll be on the world. It was Cup an impossible coverage. situation. Yeah, did what I could with those lads, but uh, Rafa. You know, got all the all the all the respect in the world for Rafa. But what I, you know, I just couldn't couldn't repair the damage he done. It's a great accent. <laughs> Love it. Let's have some let's have some real man cacks in now. Um, let's oh, start great. with let's start with Stratford Paddock because this is from their watch along. This is Andy who's on it. Who's You'll have seen clips of him before. He's, he's the mo- probably the most mank. Will I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Under what circumstances? People laughing at him, basically. And it's because he does stuff like this, which is um, actually crying during a, <laughs> during a life watch along with a Manchester derby. <laughs> fucking all laying this, isn't it? This is, this is fucking humiliating, this. This is really hurting me, this. These lazy bastards on the pitch. Fuck off. Don't fucking walk these streets. We all fucking do. Don't know what it fucking means to be from Manchester. I don't care if you're Marcus Rashford or fucking David De Gea, fucking Maguire. You, 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 you're not part of this. You, you don't walk these streets, lad. I feel, I, honestly, I, I'm fucking filling up with it. I'm upset. I'm fucking angry. And I'm just, I'm not going to blow just for the, all this for social media. No chance. I don't want to. Yeah, it's not. It's this fucking second half really bad, isn't it? The second half's been awful. And the fact that they've come out from the first half, which wasn't that bad, to... I'm literally you know, filling up here, Joe. And yeah, I'm well, seriously, I'm fucking angry. You don't if you don't want to, mate. You don't, don't worry about it. Take a minute if you want to. We, we don't need... You can... I know there's more, to, la- I know there's more to laugh the football, but this is one match that no, it, no, it, it yeah. means something no, to, no. to me. 
If you need to have a minute, have a minute. <sighs> and if you're out there looking at me, have a laugh at Seriously, mate, I don't care. <laughs> we are. Don't mm. care. Just just for the record, David De Gea. Don't walk these streets. He's from Madrid. Don't walk these He probably these lives streets. in Cheadle. Yeah. It's like, be fine walking around there. I don't think there's going to be any... Well, actually, I mean, the houses keep getting turned over, don't they? So there's, maybe there is a certain uh, risk to Cheshire life if you're a scum footballer. <laughs> I enjoyed the other bloke on it, who is Joe, who's the one with the, the long hair, who's, he's, he's kind of always on it. Just clearly wants him to leave because it's awkward. He's like, if you want to, if you want to stop talking at any point or indeed fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> There's any chance you could free. just go away. <laughs> Cause the rest of them are miserable. Yeah. There's like the, the Oli Decor lookalike one. I can't remember his name now, but at certain points he's kind of laughing about it, which is it's kind of what you fall back on, isn't it? Sometimes in these situations, you're like, we're just shit. Look at the state of this. And uh, meanwhile, Andy's <laughs> a broken man. I mean, you don't walk these streets. You can't look at Harry Maguire and cry. You have to mm. look at Harry Maguire and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Webby and O'Neill. Webby and O'Neill. Uh, well, no. Webby. No no O'Neill. Right. So normally, O'Neill talks and Webby is generally sort of goes, yeah, yeah. we found him from yeah, previous Webby, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But there's no O'Neill. So we've got Kieran this week. The band leader is not there. We've got Kieran, who's the one sort of doing, he's taking now the secondary role. Webby's stepping up. It's, Kieran, it's like he's it's, it's like a, a butterfly stepped out of his chrysalis and he's, he's blooming. His beautiful wings have... Uh... But Kieran understands his role. Right. As you can hear in this first clip. Webby, in the end, mate, it was a total capitulation from Manchester United. That 20 minutes, the last 20 minutes, it was hard to watch, mate. Give up. Never seen it before in my life. That third goal goes in. Give up. Yeah. Didn't want to run, didn't want to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so he's understood it. Yeah. And then this is, this is from a 12-minute clip. Maybe and that's on, is, maybe uh, it's on the job description. This is the oh. this the supercut of of oh. the of the yeah. Oh, excellent! Disappointing, mate. And four one flatters us. Yeah, he flatters an old second now. It's not very rare. I'm lost for words, mate. Yeah, have a look at yourself. Yeah, have a look at yourself. Absolute took the Mickey out of us. Yeah. Well, some of them are already leaving because they think yeah. they're too big and don't want to sign a new contract. We could be talking 10, 15 years before we challenge them for trophies in this league. Yeah. And it hurts. Same 4 1 flatters us, mate. Yeah, and over the two games this year, our one of match again today was De Gea. Again. Yeah. yeah. We're five or six players yeah. short of challenging, not winning in, just yeah. challenging yeah. players who want to be at the club. You know, you've you seen it there on the match when yeah. City had a free kick, they lost the ball. They had eight or nine players chasing, chasing the ball. It. Yeah. We, we don't see that. We've give up. Yeah. Those players in that dressing room now. Yeah, do you know what, mate? I can't disagree with any of your comments. <laughs> Amazing. Very good. I enjoyed that. So, yeah, he's he's ready. The pathway that Angus Kinnear talks about. Yeah, he's drafted him in from the under-23s, hasn't he there? He knows that he plays the system. That's the thing. That's the thing when you get develop when you develop players properly. Mind you, Tyler Roberts is out of action now, so he might be drafted in ahead mm -hmm. of him. Yeah. I think he brings a little bit more life to it than uh, than the previous guy. He's got there's a little bit more variety of yeah. There was, a, sex, some there was a sexy one, wasn't there? There was. was yeah. yeah, I'm intrigued by this. Um, never seen players giving up like that before. Like last season when they got beaten six one by Spurs at Old Trafford, that was just as bad. And then um, there were countless occasions over the last few years I've watched. Yeah. Scum players just wandering around the pitch, yeah. looking completely lost. It's been hilarious. So yeah. I don't know what he's been watching. Oh, it's, there is nothing crazy. new about that team giving up and being chronic, and it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, football makes idiots out of all of us, doesn't it? But it's None more so than Johnny United. It's, ni it's nice to shine a light on other people, to know that the madness is not only ours. Um, Johnny United is the guy who, he's from Bradford, isn't he, is Johnny United, he and is. goes on expletive-laden rants. Uh, and we when we first discovered him, 
He said it, it went absolutely mental for about five minutes, and then he just, in a real hurry, signed off the end of that. Have a good day. I'm like, all right, thanks. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Right, thanks everybody. Bye. Like that, really, really quickly. So, um, he's he's found his little niche on. Is it? It's the Twitter spaces. spaces yeah, yeah, on Twitter now. So you basically all go in there, and in theory, you all talk, which is problematic because it means you can't listen back to him. But thankfully. People always make clips when he speaks. Well, because people are wise to this now, aren't they? So bless them, they're, they're recording it. Because he is always guaranteed to produce this sort of thing. He's sincere as well. I don't think he. I don't think he's laying it on thick. I think he's just. I think it's just the way he is. I suspect he speaks to shopkeepers and <laughs> mechanics and stuff in exactly this this same. Tone. Don't forget to like and subscribe, guys. <laughs> but here he is talking. Uh, he's talking about Bruno Fernandes and his his XGA is what he's talking right. about. The expected expected assists is what oh, that okay. essentially is. <laughs> This fucking fraud. Do you know what? Do you know what Bruno Fernandez is? Do you know what you remember back in the day you used to get a fifty pound note? That fake fifty pound note. That's what he is. A fucking fake. He's a fucking fake. I've been saying it. I've been saying it for fucking months. All because he gets his GA. This fucking GA. I'll probably watch the fucking player. I've been on to this guy for fucking time. Get this. Honestly, get him out too. Take your GA. Johnny, Fuck Johnny, off. Johnny, 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 Johnny. Uh, let's shout off. 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 People trying to talk him down. Johnny, Johnny. It's low. Just it's only a game. Just back in the day, fifty back in the day you used to get a fake fifty you know, when, you know when you're running counterfeit pay uh, counterfeit <laughs> currency scam. I'm sure I'm sure counterfeit notes still exist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's not ended. <laughs> no. Maybe for him there, maybe that scheme has come to a close. Possibly. Like, yeah, who knows? But yeah, he he, he goes on. And is he has he calmed down what do you think just Pogba there's a load of names in that fucking team I don't see enough of it that that do you know what I fucking represent my United I wear that jersey for Manchester United and I know that means to that shirt that means I fucking die on that pitch for these fans I fucking die on that pitch for these fans are these players dying can you look through that one to eleven and look at them players and tell me they're, they're dying for this club are they dying for it no the fucking not they're taking the piss out of me they're taking the piss out of you lot they're taking the piss out of all of us for a fucking paycheck. Well, honestly, buy Sancho Veron, sell the fucking lot. I've had enough. <laughs> More death. More death on the pitch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what they'd be worth in the transfer market if they're, you know. The same, etc. As far as Harry Maguire's concerned. <laughs> wow, he's uh, certainly got the bit between his teeth, I there, mean, hasn't he? Yeah. I did. I only tuned in for the last 20 minutes of that game, and it was hysterically bad for yeah. Man United. They. They had completely given up and it it was like Man City were just toying with them and having a bit of a laugh. Yeah, the the st- stat that they got to that everyone's talking about is it was 92% possession <laughs> at one point. It's like, that's that's too much. That's, yeah. that's they, too many. And what percentage deaths for their Man United team? <laughs> Not percent deaths. Not percent deaths. Like Roy, like Roy Keane. They the, should have been looking at at least it, 40, 40 percent deaths. 11 expected deaths. <laughs> Except Sancho and Varane, sorry, so nine. Yes, um, yeah, and we saw that in Roy Keane who was in the studio afterwards, didn't we? Uh, just absolutely going bananas. It's great to see. And I wouldn't mm. mind, but they're still pushing for the Champions the, League spots. It's the quite... thing is as well, they're all, when you listen to them, they're saying, oh, it'll be 10 years before we're competing and stuff. It, it probably won't. You, they've you got finished, loads, they've they finished got, second last year, Michael. They've got loads of money and they just need a decent manager and they've got the money to fix it, so it'll probably be fine. Yeah, I guess the one um, sort of slight shadow over it all is that Ralph Randick is um, sort of Jesse Marsh's big Red Bull mentor, isn't he? He's the guy who taught him everything he knows, who changed his whole conception of football, that this is, you know, the play style is just exactly what he's uh, he's learned from Ralph. And we can see it getting just 
battered around the park by Manchester City like a paper bag in the wind, which is the difference is sort of a problem we've had already. We've but, been there. But the difference is their players can't be asked to do yeah. what he's asking of them. That's that's yeah. so evident. And there's something toxic there that they just don't feel like they want to do the work. Yeah. Well, I think Solskjaer let them do what they wanted, more or less. Then the, his way of fixing it was to get Ronaldo in because he's professional and he, they won't have custard on the pudding or whatever <laughs> fucking daft thing yeah. he said. That is, it was custard a standard part of, of training before, but... And then now Ronaldo can't be asked either. So mm. the man they brought, they uh, amazingly bringing in an, an old narcissist to sort out the discipline within the squad has on, failed. On, on half a million pounds a yeah, week. Yeah, amazingly that hasn't worked. Yeah. It seems such a, an obvious plan as well. At the risk of sounding like Johnny United, I would probably take our squad over theirs in terms of just like pure effort and putting a plan onto the pitch. So uh, I'm trying not to judge Rangnick's uh, impact because he's working with a lot of absolute spoiled idiots. But um, yeah, it is interesting to kind of watch. And with, um, what was the other big result of the weekend as well? Hassan Hurtle getting done 4 0 Baston Villa with a, a 4 2 2 2. Okay, that's all. That's all. Just stay steady. He'll be fine. Won't He'll it? be fine. Our players are great. As Steve Nichols says, you know, we've got a, we've got a real squad of just wall to wall quality. <laughs> <laughs> they've really proven that they're they're definitely good enough I am I am fine everything's going to be okay it will be okay yeah. um, that wraps up propaganda yeah. for this week we'll do more propaganda yeah. uh, it depends on the turnaround doesn't it yeah. it'll probably be into next yeah. week when we look at yeah. Villa and Norwich yeah, yeah. and um, yeah and that's it yeah thank you yeah well, we'll catch you next time yeah 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 the square ball podcast 